and welcome to Myth Monsters. My name is Erin and I'll be your host for these little snack bite-sized podcasts on folklore and mythical monsters from around the world. These podcasts focus on the actual cryptids, folklore and mythic monsters from global mythology, rather than focusing on the full stories of heroes and their big adventures. I'll also be dropping in some references that they have to recent culture and where you can see these represented in modern day content so that you can learn more and get as obsessed as I am about these absolute legends of the mythological world. To celebrate Eurovision last week, which was truly a masterpiece of a show, absolutely go Liverpool, I must say that Austria were my favourites to win this year, but I'm actually gutted that Finland didn't in the end, and for any Finnish listeners tuning into this, you were winners in my eyes. Anyway, it's the best. We love it so much over here. It truly is the highlight of our year. But I thought we could commemorate this with three European countries in a single monster this week. Yes, we are looking at the Bokken Riders from Dutch, German and Belgian folklore this week. They're definitely not one of the bigger folklore options from these countries, but they are still interesting nonetheless, and we kill three birds with one stone in terms of covering three countries at once that we've not really focused on properly before. The Bokken Riders are described as just ghosts, spirits and demons that rode through the sky on goatback. The ghosts, by all accounts, were previously men turned by the devil however, still had all of their human features, including speech and looting abilities. They would usually wear facial masks, sometimes depicted as animal-shaped, but other times more very traditional balaclava style. The goats were winged and would sometimes bleat through the sky with the Bokken rider on their back, and they would scream across houses, across gardens, across stakes, even across Cologne into the wine cellar frightening the village folk across the land. They were known to terrorise these villages, looting and pillaging as well as torturing and killing people who lived there for their goods and possessions. From all of this description, you must be thinking how evil they are. Well, I did say they were demons, right? And not all ghosts and spirits are benevolent. These guys were particularly bad, so they truly are a monster this week. But the land is actually a really interesting part of this story. The Bokken riders were from Belgium, Germany and Holland or the Netherlands otherwise known as, and would most frequent the region of Limburg, which is in the south of Holland and at the top of Belgium, and is technically a province within both separate countries. However, they were seen all over both countries, from Amsterdam to Brussels and even as far as Cologne in Germany but they were known to roam about the German border as well. They actually live in a place called Muchenheide Forest in Nimechen, which is close to the German border in Holland as well, exactly where they had a cave where they would live. How do you become a Bokken rider though? Or how did they come to be? Well, they were previously just men who would swear a pact with the devil for riches and wealth. In turn, the devil would punish their greed because, duh, he's the devil, and would turn them into demons or ghosts and bless them with a winged goat. Once a year, the ghosts would emerge from their forest home and raid, pillage and kill their way through this part of Europe, and then return to the devil with their plunder. So in theory, if you wanted to, you could totally become one of these yourself, if you fancy selling your soul to the devil, I suppose. In terms of etymology though, Bokken Riders comes from the Dutch language rather than the Belgian, 
from two Dutch words, bokken meaning buck, which is the animal group that deer and goats belong to, and riders obviously meaning riders. It does have the J in, but that tends to be silent within the Dutch language. In Belgium, they're called Les Chevaliers de Boc, which is French, but they do dabble in French within Belgium, and it does mean Buck Knights, which is very cool. It's a bit of a simple one, but it's certainly interesting to say the least, especially as it is in two different languages. It actually doesn't have a translation in German that I could find, but it would probably be something like Ziegerreiter, which is Goat Rider, but I haven't found an actual word for this in German. They might have a specific one, but I haven't found it, so that is very literally just goat riders. Now, the history is a lot more interesting about this monster, and you are going to really enjoy this segment, I think. The earliest record we have of the Bokken riders is from a book called Causes, Proof and Discovery of a Godless Averted Gang of Night Thieves and Gaggers within the lands of Overmas and adjacent regions from 1779 by Pastor A. Daniels. Yes, that was the entire title of the book. I did not just add words there. This pastor was pals with a few Bokken riders, apparently, and told us their story of signing a pact with the devil and flying through the sky. So, we know they're from the 18th century, which is an interesting time to be in Europe, especially if you're in some kind of a cult club, but again, I'll get onto that later. However, I do have an almighty twist to this monster. The Bokken Riders were actually real, and not in a way that we think they are, and not in a mythical way. No, they were legitimately real. These were not ghosts, but real thieves, murderers, and highwaymen that would gang together in different regions. And obviously, they couldn't fly, and it was debated that they even rode goats. Legitimately, you can look this up, it was a real problem. The ghostly part of it, though, was added and solidified within folklore. But these monsters were very, very real. They would raid villages and force them to give over goods by force and use the same name as the mythical group of these ghostly bandits to kind of take off the edge that actually they were real people. Many of the bandits would use the myth as a cover for their actual misdeeds and would rob houses and torch the citizens for their own gains whilst pretending to be the ghostly Bokken riders. We're not even entirely sure if they were two separate entities, if the robbing Bokken riders and the ghostly robbing Bokken riders were the same monster. However, we do believe that the very human robbing ones came after utilising the mythical monster group name to instil fear in the people and use it as an almost scapegoat. For example, one Bokken rider who was put on trial wrote a letter to a civilian telling him he'd burn his house down if he didn't pay and used the word Satan three times in the letter to add the threat of the supernatural and use that ghostly reputation the Bokken riders had. But we do also have to take into account that back in the 18th century, Europe was still a very scary place if you had anything to do with the supernatural. And even though these people were criminals, the punishment for being involved in the occult was so much heavier. The main witch trials were over in Europe, but there were still similar trials going throughout the continent, and the Bokken riders actually had their own versions of these trials in these three countries. If they were thought to have undertaken the satanic oath, they would have been tortured till the point of confession, meaning many of them probably would have confessed just to get out of the torture. 
superstitious and disabled people had a much more likely chance of being accused and falsely convicted, and if found guilty were put to death by hanging, decapitation, strangulation, quartering or the breaking wheel. Now, if you don't know what the last one is, I wouldn't recommend looking it up. It's a really horrible torture device from way back when, and it is horrible and considered one of the worst. So be on your own head if you look this up. Now, this was all between 1743 and 1794, and 1,170 people were accused, with 468 people being convicted, and 90% of those ending in execution for being Bokken riders in these regions. You can actually look up the gang leaders in each region, with how many of these gangs were convicted and accused, and there were seven different buck rider raids that were eventually prosecuted throughout Europe. But thankfully, when the 19th century hit, tons of books started to come out about the Bokken riders, and over time their reputation of being robbers and murderers changed to an almost Robin Hood type figure giving to the poor by stealing from the rich. However, there was no history of that anywhere, and we certainly didn't see any charity from these riders throughout history. But this does mean that they have a true standing figure in European folklore, especially in the countries that suffered with them at the time. And the two entities, both ghostly and the actual ones, have naturally merged into one. In more modern times, there's a Bockenvichen every October in Valkenburg in the Netherlands, where there's a goat market, a witch kitchen, and a ton of underground quarry tours, where the Bokken riders apparently had a base. Apparently, there is also a goat rider festival in Klimmen, although I cannot find any specifics anywhere for this. It helps that I can't speak Dutch, and translate is rubbish, so if you know about this, let me know. I'd love to hear more about it. Lastly, I do want to talk about the comparison between another European monster and the Bokken Riders, which is the Wild Hunt. You might remember these from a few years ago when I covered them. They are also ghostly riders who have raged through the European and Scandinavian landscape, headed by Odin, king of the Norse pantheon of gods. Now, whilst these are a Viking monster, so the pillaging, robbing and killing of villagers were in their usual MO, the Wild Hunt were much more of a symbol. They were hunters rather than usual Vikings, and they raged across to show an image or some kind of prediction for the people who saw them. The Bokken riders definitely embody the Viking customs more than this monster, and needless greed-inspired violence is definitely more their thing than hunting animals and pre-telling catastrophe, but they are certainly the most direct comparison I can find to another monster in our catalogue. And of course, they are European, so it makes sense. Now, onto modern media, there's not actually much going around for the Bokken riders themselves, so I've kind of gone with the Wild Hunt for suggestions, as they are a very similar monster with similar inspirations within modern things. For art, I would recommend looking at the poster from De Bokken Rider from Frederick Van Eden's play in 1919, same name of course, or Peter Paul Rueda's De Bende van de Bokken Riders but I'm not entirely sure on the date on this one, it doesn't have anything attached to it. Otherwise, look at independent artwork for this, it is quite cool. And actually, the Peter Paul Rueda's one is the one I used in all of my advertising this week. In movies, we just really have the Wild Hunt film, I'm afraid. It's really slim pickings on this one this week. For TV, though, we have Little Witch Academia, Teen Wolf, Quartermass, 
Akakame Kagil, Lord Elmelio 2, Case Files, and Samurai Jack. In video games, we have ones such as The Witcher, Darklands, Armored Core, Dungeons and Dragons, The Elder Scrolls, Pentiment, World of Warcraft, Stellaris, Shin Megami Tensei, Guild Wars 2, Fate Slash Grand Order, Dark Souls, and Dominions. And my book recommendation this week is Dutch Mythology, Unveiling the Mysteries of Dutch Folklore by Trident Books. For a very short summary of Dutch Mythology, I really recommend it if you're looking for a series. Trident Books do loads of these, and they're very, very small books. Easily readable, easily transportable, perfect for a commute. Or you also have Dutch Fairy Tales for Young Folks by William Ellick Griffiths for some really great Dutch fairy tales. Also, if you've got kids, this is a really good one to read out of to them. So if you're in the Netherlands or interested in that, give that a read. But now it's time for... Do I think they existed? I mean, this one just kind of solves itself, to be honest. I think if people are believing in it, it's probably out of folklore pride rather than anything actually proven. It does seem like the myth of these legendary goat riders flying through the sky were most likely an easy way to describe a continuous group of highwaymen and robbers that ended up becoming almost an urban legend like Robin Hood here in the UK, but realistically were probably not the best of people. I do really like the idea of this monster though and that there are a bunch of demon-sworn goat riders that go around swindling people. I hope now that they're like con men or like credit card scammers I think is quite a funny idea but I'm not entirely sure how the goats get involved anymore. Goats are great. I can't really hate on the goats. But realistically, they were just highwaymen who were taking advantage of a myth, and also 18th century townsfolk trying to mystify being robbed by blaming it on ghosts riding goats rather than actual thieves and robbers. Although, I will say, sign me up for goat riding. I am so down. If there is actually a goat riding festival... I want to go to it. I don't care where it is. If there's somewhere that you know about and you're listening to this, please let me know. I would so go. But what do you think? Did the Bakken riders really roam the skies of Europe? Let me know on Twitter. I would love to know what you think. This one is super interesting though. I am glad we got to cover an urban legend monster like this one, even though they're not technically real, which I think is pretty funny and it's clearly good enough to make it into folklore from that point. So it's definitely a worthy one for an episode. Next week though, we're heading over to South America, to the Amazon specifically, to look at a weird and wonderful dolphin hybrid cryptid. Make sure you don't get fooled by the Encantado next Thursday and keep an eye out for any strangers with bowler hats on. Also, if you're listening to this on the 18th of May when I released it, tomorrow my guest spot with Movie Buffs Happy Hour comes out keep an eye out for it. I will be posting the links. It's going to be a really funny episode of me chatting about Disney's Hercules with one of my old uni friends who does a podcast. Please give it a listen. Let me know what you think about it. And I'll be posting all of the links on socials so that you can keep an eye and see it for yourselves. But for now, thank you so much for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a rating on the service you are listening on. I've got the Twitter for any questions or suggestions on what monsters to cover next, and I'd really love to hear from you. The social media handles for TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram are Myth Monsters Podcast, and the Twitter is Myth Monsters Pod. But all of our content can always be found 
at mythmonsters.co.uk and you can find us on Good Pods, Buy Me A Coffee and Patreon if you want to help me fund the podcast too. Come join the fun though, share this with your pals. They might love me as much as you do. But for now, stay spooky. And I'll see you later, babes. Bye.